Hey everybody, Johnny Turner here, your host of the Free For Life podcast show. And I decided it would be sort of a cool idea to just do a quick one-off episode about the power of resilience. Now, I wanted this episode to be called Resilience Over Strength. And this is actually inspired from some of my reading. You know, uh, what I say in previous episodes, we've said it before, leaders are readers. Well, today I wanted to share with you something that I learned from this book titled Whiplash. Now, I'm going to I'm going to put a link in the show notes just so, you know, if you guys are interested and if I pique your interest today from what I share with you, um, you can go ahead and check it out. It's by a guy named Joe Joy Ito. Now, I apologize to Joy if I um, pronounced his name wrong, but in this book, it's its subtitle is called How to Survive Our Faster Future. And it's talking all about our current age right now. The age of disruption is what a lot of people call it, you know. Um, we spoke about earlier in the show, I remember um, in the interview I did with my dad, I spoke about how the gig economy and what exactly it's doing to traditional the tr- with the traditional relationship of the agent to um, principal, meaning the employee to the owner, and how that's shifting and how it's starting to turn into one, how the employees are starting to become owners. And... That even though that's not what this um, chapter is talking about, it this book, it, it talks a lot about that type of stuff. And if you want to be an entrepreneur in this day and age, if you want to be a business owner, and honestly, if you want to be a good employee that want to broaden your prospects, I would highly recommend this book. This this is a really great book. Um, yeah, and that, that's enough on my uh, book review. But today, I want I just want to talk a little bit about, yeah, like I said, res- resilience over strength. And in this book, Joy speaks a little bit from prior experience, and he talks about how being a smaller firm, there's a lot of power in that. And he talks about the nimbleness of a startup and the lack of consequence that happens when it's due to failure. You see, if you're, if you're a small company that's just starting out, that you're not over leveraged, that you don't have outside capital funding you, meaning it's all self-funded, it's all you know, just an initial team of developers that are just starting something from their own money from scratch, they have very little to lose. And the fact that if they fail, there's very little consequence to anybody. And he was talking about just how nimble that makes you and how you're able to actually adapt to the forces and needs of the market. And he shares this really great story. I wanted wanted to share with you guys this. And It was when he started a branch in Japan, where he's initially from, in Tokyo, uh, from the company Sinet. So it was called Sinet Japan in 1993. This this man, Joy, he started this company in in his bathroom. Now, if anybody's been to Tokyo, I had the privilege to go there once before. I was only like 12 or so, so I don't really remember it too much. But anybody that's familiar with Japan understands that real estate is at a premium there. There is absolutely no space. And this man, Joy, was able to start his company in his bathroom. Now, he he talks about how the company started, that much of the equipment was very old. And when subscribers started to pour in, that the servers would actually overheat. And he remembers a time when he actually had to physically blow on the servers and, and cool them down if they got overheated due to the fact that one of his fans broke. Now, what was cool about... That company and the way he describes it is that he built it for a few thousand dollars, what would take a a large, bigger firm millions of dollars. He was able to start this um, internet service company with very little and broken old equipment. And 
was able to, with, you know, added subscribers and with the building of the business, he was able to scale up quickly and scale down if needed be. And interestingly enough, he remained profitable through the bankruptcy of his parent company, Cyanet. That was in, in about 2001 or so when they actually crashed with the dot-com bubble. You see, what's really cool about this story is, what I find really cool about this story is, this, like I said before, the smaller the firm, the less risk. Little money, you know, and l- low amount of employees to worry about, just the less risk you have to deal with. And it speaks about resilience compared to strength. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if you were a beginning investor, you can enjoy these exact same advantages that he enjoyed when he started Cyanet Japan. You see, if you're somebody like me, you know, younger, don't have a family, don't have a lot of, well, I have a few assets, but don't have a lot of assets to worry about exactly, then the smaller you are, I guess the less you get hurt if you fall. And the way I look at that, I, I look at the fact that my low amount of resources and the low amount of assets that I have as a strength, I can take risk. I have the ability to maybe make more risky plays than most people, and I'm actually more nimble for it. I'm able to just pounce on opportunities as they come. I can, and so with that, the reality is, I guess I I am approaching life, my financial life, with just a little less fear. You know, I can suffer through a few pitfalls and still be able to rise up. And when I say that, when I talk about myself, I, I say that to relate to you guys. I'm saying, don't be afraid to start. Just because you don't have necessarily the muscle mass financially, just because you don't have the strength, doesn't mean you can't have resilience. You know, the smaller, the nimbler you are. Uh, I can relate this to running really quick. I, you know, I'm a runner, and I uh, had the opportunity to run at the University of Tampa just last weekend. And, I, and um, a little bit of bragging here, I, I, I broke my personal record. And... If you see those guys out there, a lot of guys a lot faster than me, you know, the runners, you know, we're notorious for not having a whole lot of muscle mass. But here's what we do have. We have resilience. If we trip, if we fall through the pain of the race, you know, just the amount of endurance that it takes, the sweat, the tears, we still have the resilience that even maybe even after we get injured or something, we get back up and we keep running. And in the financial life, in your financial life, it's, it's no different. You see, when you're younger and when you're getting started out, you're like, oh, I don't want to risk. I, I don't have a lot of money. I don't want to risk it. Have the resilience to get back up. Have the resilience to not quit. And don't let your lack of strength or your lack of initial capital hold you back from opportunities and from opening doors. And that's it. That's the, that's the quick little episode for today, guys. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope it, um, you know, encouraged you a little bit on the idea of actually starting on your financial freedom journey. And, you know, like I said before, really great book, Whiplash by Joy Ito. I'm going to put um, in the show notes a link to be able to purchase it on Amazon. Highly recommend it. One of the must-reads for me on my reading list. And with that, guys, I leave you. And never forget, never stop growing.